This podcast is a part of a special series of episodes dedicated to my debut album, Temple Calling, an album for your altar. 13 songs, 13 muses, a thousand sacred stories to resonate with you and with me. My intention for this album is to break your heart open to the truth of who you are. And this podcast series is an epic celebration of the women who inspired this dream come true. And you're a part of that dream now too. Thanks for listening. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our very special Temple Calling series of podcast episodes. I'm joined today by a woman who's very special in my life, actually maybe more special than she realizes that she is. Um, I'm here with Melanie Dufty, who is the author of a book, I Am Lilith, and this book completely changed I wouldn't say changed my heart but like woke my heart up to the truth that I resonated with with the frequency of Lilith and learning about Lilith in a whole different way and Melanie's passion for consciousness and astrology and discovery of the feminine and and the arts and the way that she writes and the way that she articulates whether it's about the stars or whether it was in her book or even just in my conversations with you, Melanie, it's just so beautiful and deep and raw and real. And I'm so excited to have a conversation with you, my friend, but also one of my favorite authors. It's it's really, really special and very full circle for me to be here with you today. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Ellie. I'm so happy to be talking with you. I love your sensitivity and the way uh, that you evoke such a, a deep, raw conversation. And yeah, I, I can't wait to talk with you more. Thank you so much for having me on and being a part of uh, Temple Calling and all of that. I'm so happy. It's mm, been beautiful. So I might give a little bit of a, a background story and as to how you came into my world that maybe I haven't even told you before. Right. And yes. that might give a little bit of context for our relationship and how we came to have this conversation here today. Um, yeah. And that is when I sat to, to write this album, I just kept getting there's going to be a song about Lilith. There's going to be a song about Lilith. And I kept every time I'd sit at my altar or I would sit down to write something, I kept getting this message. And the frequency of Lilith, the the figure of Lilith, wasn't something that I was mega familiar with and was something that I had a really skewed picture of. Um, and so I didn't really feel confident to get in there and, and write a song about something that I didn't really feel that connected to. Mm-hmm. Definitely the way that I create comes from a sense of deep connection to something. And of course you can always tap into a frequency, even if you don't have learnt knowledge about it, but I just felt this calling to learn more before broadcasting a message about her. Right. And so I got on Google And I started looking, I was trying to find books about her that actually resonated to me. And that's actually how I found your book. Um, 
and yours was the only one that I was like, oh, I've got to read this. And so I ordered it and then I had to wait for it to arrive because I ordered it online and it arrived and I just chewed through it so fast. I fell in love with it and then it was just like all these dominoes fell into place of like, oh, of course I waited. Of course I wasn't ready to write a song yet. Like I hadn't experienced her frequency in this way. And then I I fangirled you and I looked in the back <laughs> of the book and I found out you were in Perth and I'm also in WA. Um, and I was like, oh, my goodness, we could be friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are now. Amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so incredible. <laughs> And I remember messaging you on Instagram and, and just hoping hoping that it came across connecting and and not like a total stalker, but um, <laughs> Oh, I loved it. <laughs> we are. It worked out. Um so yeah, that's how I found Lilith. And I feel like my own spirit, my own heart, you know, the spirit of my altar, the spirit of my creativity really led me to her and then with her to you which is really, really beautiful. So, yeah, I'd love to ask how Lilith came to your world, actually. Well, I first, I'm not sure how it, the very first sort of real connection with Lilith came about. I, I was hearing about her for a few years and it was because actually I was researching this major astrological model, which is a cycle of consciousness that uh, has an era where the feminine rises and, and then the masculine rises and they sort of take turns on top. And, and then after that they unite, but they bring together all the wisdom of this experience of believing themselves to be separate and it's um, an astrological uh, and astronomical as well um, model that was developed by the late uh, Nick Anthony Fiorenza and it's actually the basis of I Am Lilith which you would know is this big cycle of evolution which I believe to be true it's about 24,000 year cycle and we're currently at the point where the masculine and feminine reunite having experienced this separation and Lilith, of course, is well known for her, uh, for being the first wife of Adam in that biblical story um, and that she left him because he insisted that she had to go beneath him and she would not do that. So it's, uh, so as I was like studying this model, I realised that Lilith and that story was meant to have taken place by biblical scholars and including like Sir Isaac Newton, who was a biblical scholar who knew, and uh, some other esteemed scholars estimated it was 6,000 years ago if, if they actually existed. And that doesn't even matter to me, frankly, uh, whether they actually existed. But it, it, it was coincided with the point in this model where the feminine had been on top and where the masculine took over and to have his turn on top. And when I realised that, it was just a massive revelatory, like epiphany, massive, you know, fireworks and goosebumps. And it was from there that uh, the story of I Am Lilith uh, and the novel being built on that story, which I believe is a true um, evolutionary model, came from. And I feel that Lilith was calling to me um, 
at a, a different level to what I'd previously heard about her of depth and of what she really means and what her energy as a representative of the feminine um, in our universe is. So her story has been so distorted uh, with a lot of people misunderstanding her as some sort of demon or not. Under- it's not entirely untrue, mind you, and I have plenty to say about that. Lilith does know the full circuit of shadow and light, but her truth is the light and that she is the wholeness of all of that. And it's just time for her voice to be back because it coincides with this point in this big evolutionary model, which is right now, like really right now. And you can see it, what's going on in the world, where we are, those who are ready, are raising into a higher consciousness of unity. So her energy is highly present. Even now I'm getting the goosebumps. She loves this. (laughs) Um, And she is, her voice really needs to be heard. And I am Lilith, I believe, is is what she wants to to say, at least through my experience of the Lilith energy. So powerful and so profound. And I'm the same. I'm covered in goosebumps. Oh, I love it. Oh, she loves the goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Passionate energy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, it's stunning. It's stunning. So, yeah, so then you went about writing this book and I imagine the journey of that was an adventure unto itself, was it? Uh, It was a huge adventure. There was a lot of resistance um, that I felt. It was difficult um, because, yeah, the shadow or the the illusion does not want, yeah, want certain things said or expressed. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely an adventure unto itself. Um, I did feel that the book was already created, um, which I I think is something that you would understand. Like I felt that I very much, actually, you know what, I know (laughs) that it was already written and created, but it didn't mean that I could just sit down and pop it out. Like it was hard. But every time I would have a new realisation or something, it would be so easy to fit it into the book. Um, and then deeper things would unfold. So ultimately, as you know, that book is in service of the true uh, energy of unity and it explains how we've had this experience of separation and really there are very good reasons for it and um, that there's, yeah, that we just haven't, until now, I think this is the time that Lilith, the Lilith energy and her message even, yeah, can be heard properly again and that it's not wrong or it wasn't a mistake that we had the experience of deep separation and, you know, even as ex- expressed in the belief, like I say, it's not entirely wrong because there has been a deep shadow, right, like across you know, feminine, masculine, everything in this world. But the Lilith energy has gone to the bottom of that. And that's not a mistake. Like it's a part of this evolutionary process. It's just that that's not the true Lilith. And she's now is very keen to be, yeah, have that uh, true, truer understanding of the wholeness of the Lilith energy, um, which you can represent it by a story about Adam and Lilith and Eve and all of that. And that's great because story is, yeah, a creation and how we perceive and it has a, 
enormous power. It's kind of how we make sense of life and consciousness. But the true Lilith energy to me is, is far more than that. And it's just the time in consciousness is here to truly uh, realise more of what that means. It's not just about, well, it, it includes, but it's in no way limited to women taking back power. Like it's all of those things are crucial, but it goes even much bigger than that in my belief. Amazing. I'd love to dive into it if you're open to it. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cool. Let's go then. What What do you mean by that when you say it's much bigger than that? Could you share with us a little bit more about who is Lilith to you? Because I imagine that there are a lot of listeners that, like me, not long ago, like me before I found your book, that just think of Lilith and have this association with darkness and with the bad side of being a woman. That's definitely what my judgment was or what my what my learning had been. Um, and now I know that isn't the case through reading your book but also through journeying with Lilith myself and writing this music and immersing in this frequency. But, yeah, could you possibly reintroduce Lilith to our listeners and I'll say if you are listening to this the best way is going to be go read the book (laughs) um I can't recommend it more highly but okay yeah that's my question okay (laughs) I would love to yeah I'd love to answer that question so I believe Lilith is a, a name for the primordial feminine essence of our universe and it's a you know there are many names and nuances to that and Lilith has a a specific energy frequency within that so what a really fascinating way to look at Lilith and understand even beyond that how she holds um, an explanation for how consciousness and creation evolves and even exists is this it's not yeah it's it connects to the tree of life so in um, some ancient teachings she's literally and you know it's not just something that's been uh, said in recent times this goes back um, I don't know how how long but eons she has been connected with the shadow tree of life so we have the tree of life, which is like a model of consciousness and creation and what it's, you know, the almost like the, the energy patterns we have to create with. Um, as divine beings, we're currently having a human experience. So this is all pretty spiritual stuff. But, and then we have the shadow tree of life. So if you look at the shadow tree of life, you could say it's evil. And then if you spell evil backwards, it's live so the tree of life is you could say the tree of live and then the shadow reflection is is evil or like the shadow realms so in ancient teachings the lilith energy is associated with the bottom of the bottom they're put, they're called cleefoff points but the very very bottom um, of the shadow tree and that's where all this demonology comes from and the the seeing lilith as you know, a vampire and the original, uh, you know, seductress and baby killer and evil and all of that. 
because the bottom of the bottom point of the tree of life is connected with the base chakra, which rules the blood um, and, and like lust and sexuality, but also self-worth and empowerment and, you know, fertility and things that are connected very much with Lilith. So in the, for her to only peg her as being the ruler of that shadow realm is incredibly <laughs> only one tiny slither of the truth. The truth is that she is the feminine energy that out of love and service to creation went through the tree of life and, you know, the saying, you know, walk, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that is um, actually the, this bottom point of the tree of life where we then enter this shadow experience uh, where we have duality, where we have fear, all the things, you know, that we have in a, a shadow duality experience which we're all very familiar with um, because that's what's been going on on the earth alongside all the light because they can't be separated but I believe the Lilith energy in service to creation took that deep dive um, and went to the very bottom but and then but her truth is the light and so she holds this incredible strength and framework of creation which includes this shadow land where people get stuck and just keep thinking that that's all she is. But she's actually so much vaster than that. And is, is she's, Lilith is light and Lilith is love. And she is holding us and never forsakes us, no matter you know, how we experience or get stuck in the tree of evil or, you know, and is guiding us and holding us in the tree of light, which is the truth and who we really are. So to do that, we have to experience contrast, this, this belief um, that we've all experienced in separation, whether it's between the feminine and, and the masculine or in duality generally, where there's fear, existing love, cruelty, kindness, all of those contrasts and dualities. Um, so she is the master of those. And... Yeah, she has been, she is not, uh, she does not belong in the shadow realms as her definition. Does she know them? Yes. Can she guide us there and out? Yes. Is that her gift to creation to allow us the experience of uh, being, yeah, having a life because you have to have contrast to have life? She offers all of that to us. So those are very sort of highfalutin deep spiritual understandings of Lilith which the book uh, you know the book is an entertaining like story that um, I don't know you tell me when you're reading the book could you pick up those kinds of messages in there absolutely good yeah I feel like it was like a a re-education of what I had defined the feminine as and also It was just so incredible to see this energy. I I don't even know that like the wheel of life, I guess, turned on its head where the the women were on top and the men underneath even. Mm. And amazing to see my compassion and the empathy and and all of this emotion come out of me towards how the the men were below, you know, and the and and even the children. And it was just incredible. And then it was like, oh. No wonder I feel like this because this is what it's been like for us in our time. Um, yeah. So it was really cool to have that tipped on its head. 
Um, That's such a goose bumper for me, you saying that. It yeah. tipped it on its head because in the last 6,000 years when we've had the masculine on top and we've experienced, you know, what that's been like and that's what you just said, like you had so much compassion when you Im- immersed yourself into the story where the feminine was just as as shadowy um, in I Am Lilith to the masculine mm. as we've experienced in the, the shadow patriarchy. So, yeah, it completely flips it on its head and it's sort of shaped, like in the tarot, it would be like a, a hanged man thing or it, where it's like it flips your perspective and then that opens up your heart um, yeah. because it just shakes up these beliefs and you go, uh, you know, hang on, women aren't the, haven't been, it, it changes this, the feeling of um, victim, uh, feeling victimised as the feminine, which I was so upset about in my um, earlier years and felt, yeah, this is completely equal. Like Lilith is associated with and rules equality. But what is equality? Equality is really unity as well. And the, why would the feminine be any less capable of shadow than the masculine? Like we are one. Yeah. So the book really just shakes that up and it allows a humbling, I, I feel, that we can then find more space for understanding of our connection with the masculine, the feminine masculine within ourselves, all of it, and, yeah, have more compassion and a higher understanding that we are one. And it does, yeah, this, we are just, no one is fighting each other and or if we are, it's not really much use. Um, it's, it's just not true at the high level that we are one. Yeah. Yeah, it's so incredible because it's just like, it opens the the door to Omo, like in that structure, it's not half of us are powerful and, and mm. the rest aren't. It's mm. we're all powerless. We're all small. We're all in pain. And it actually reminds me of a few years ago. Well, I've been with Claire for five, five and a half years now. So prior to that, when I was dating a man and, and he was a bit older than me and, and I remember him going through this real deep grief of women just assuming that he hadn't worked for what he had because he was a white man with privilege and like people assuming that he was an unsafe space or you know like all of these projections within that dynamic being um, projected at him and I remember seeing him in that grief and I had this immature response at first and I was like um, no, you don't get to be annoyed at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then actually seeing him crumble into his vulnerability there, it really opened my heart and it just made me go, oh, wow, like we're all part of this problem. Like we're all, mm. we're all in pain. And there's actually union in that. There's togetherness in that. And it's like when we realize that togetherness and we realize that we're in union in the pain, it alchemizes and we don't have to be in union in the pain anymore. We can be in union in love. Yes. And that's that's what happened in our relationship. And we have a beautiful relationship that continues now. We have a great friendship and, and it's really alchemized to just be this is the true expression of our love. And it's not, mm. it doesn't have to mean anything other than we love each other and we love each other. Now we're friends. We love each other. Then we're distantly supporting each other. We don't talk for months. You know, it's like this really beautiful union. And yeah, I feel like I've never pieced those two experiences together before. 
this yeah. conversation just now, but definitely I think reading I Am Lilith took it to the next level of that, that it was like, oh, that wasn't just a special thing that I experienced in that relationship. Like that's so available to all of us in anybody. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that, that shared, I love what you said, um, that the shared pain, which is the pain of separation because it's mm. not true, but it hurts to, to experience it and feel it and believe it. And it so often is, you know, felt that way between the feminine and masculine. But, yeah, through that pain of separation we can unite to elevate to joy of union because it's only that that's missing. <laughs> that's why we're in pain. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Oh, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter, but um, I feel the same. It's like this, until I could have that epiphany also about the masculine and even in my own life, I've got a husband, two sons, two male pets, I've got males everywhere. And I used to be quite an angry feminist and, um, you know, I used to feel so differently. And it's through these Lilith understandings and, and really feeling the Lilith energy that I've also, yeah, come to so much compassion and about yeah the shared we're just one and the compassion for the masculine as well as the feminine for all of us it's, it's compassion for the experience of life uh you know it's like the whole thing of creation it's like compassion means i read somewhere once it just means like complete and utter acceptance mm. um so yeah, by it's it's by taking this more, in a way, intellectual or an analytical understanding of how consciousness has evolved, in that which I feel is very Lilithy, um, to have a more detached. She's slightly impersonal, like she she's not uh, an incredibly emotional energy. To me, mm -hmm. she's not. She's a slightly more detached and energy. Um, and in the understandings and the higher taking a, a sort of more collective view of life and consciousness, there's so much freedom because it lets us out of stuck emotional pains and loops where the, the wounding and the pain that we've all experienced, like with heartbreak and betrayal and all of the separation, is very like emotional, which is... Um, I believe that the Lilith energy is is kind of in a way loftier than that. Now, I know not everyone feels Lilith that way, but I do, um, where she's more of a collective, vast energy of understanding, of equality, of unity, um, and can help us yeah, get out of stuck, lower emotions where we're just feeling pain, pain, pain. She mm -hmm. won't come down to us, I feel, I feel like if you want to uh, connect with the Lilith energy, and, and we are all the the Lilith energy, she's a part of, you know, that, that energy is part of all of us. I, I find that you have to elevate to her as in because that's what the truth of she, out of love and compassion, she won't go like uh, go down in into that with us. She always calls us up. I always feel, and that's the empowerment energy of Lilith, that power. She always calls us up. That's so interesting because, again, I've never articulated it like that before. 
but I've definitely experienced that. And even when I have been in a deep downward or emotional journey with the energy of Lilith, it's like she's like up in the top corner of the room calling me Mm. up or up in the top corner of the room, like delivering me with the wisdom so that I can see it differently so that I can have a shift of perspective. She's not like down pulling my ankles down, which to be honest is what my initial interpretation of her would have been. She's going to drag me down. She's going to, you know, demonize me and make me into this like awful version of myself and pull out all the worst parts of me and then spit me back onto the earth. And I'm going to have to try and fit in like that. Like that was the fear, I guess, around her. That is the fear. That is the fear that um, is, that's the fear uh, that people have in the feeling that Lilith will uh, do that. But uh, in the like that with the tree of life and the, you know the evil backwards is live and oh, in that. that yeah it's amazing it's it I constantly think about it every single day in my own experience of you know transcending duality um, and you know realizing it's all one is that Lilith is at the very top and she's at the very bottom she's on that central pillar mm-hmm. of the whole like construct of the tree of life and its shadow or reflection which is how we create. We have to have, you know, the contrast. But she's always at the top and she always pulls you up and calls you up, like what, mm. as you were just saying, you've experienced as well. So whilst she is also at the very bottom point, she holds space like the most massively omniversal power. of. She holds that creative, like, central axis of the very bottom of the bottom and the, the top of the top, and she never lets go. She holds us while we have the experience of doing the deep dive into self, but she never really goes, she doesn't go down there with us. She always calls us back up to truth because we're not meant to get stuck in the shadow and stuck in the, the suffering and the pain that is the illusion of the tree of uh, evil or the shadow tree of life. It is there as a creative tool to give us contrast so that we can enjoy creating. We're not meant to suffer in, as we have in it. So, yeah, she never comes down there. She always calls us up and she doesn't indulge us um, in illusions about ourselves. And it's so ironic that the most uh, people are perceiving her, in my belief, in so much illusion. Mm. of who she really of what the Lilith energy really is and it's so much about owning our own shadow and knowing you know and and she she gets so much of our um our own shadows projected onto her but she never comes down (laughs) she never it's not her but she holds it for us she's like the ultimate alchemist she's the ultimate alchemist yeah and she holds forever she'll never forsake us she holds that even if we get lost down there for like four cycles or however long, like massive, massive, massive cycles, she's um, holding always in the truth and it always involves pulling us back up into truth, mm. not down into the, the, the devil. Mm. There's a saying in alchemy that when you hold both frequencies of love and truth, wisdom will naturally arise. And I just... That's why I'm hearing that on repeat as you're sharing about her holding the top and the bottom because it's like, yeah, both are real, both exist, but if you could just hold both those points, you're going to see the greater truth anyway. 
and then it becomes effortless to act in alignment with your higher truth and not the lower. Yeah. That's so cool. It's wow. so yeah. yeah. And that you can't with the lower truth, you can't not have that or accept that either. And that's where I think people are so afraid of Lilith. Like what you said it a bit earlier too, you wondered like would she pull you down and make you, you know, go through all of your own shadow lands. But you can't come, say if you imagine the tree of life and it's, you know, upside down, tree of, the shadow tree of life directly under it, you can't start your way into the tree of shadow um, and then say, oh, no, I'm out, I'm going back up. You have to do a full circuit. It's the, the circle of life and the circle of uh, evolution. It can't be short-circuited. You can't take shortcuts. You go the whole way. This is such a goosebump for me. Mm-hmm. And so we, we need Lilith as our totally next-level benevolent light guide who is very familiar with these realms. To ho- she will hold us through that experience. We still need to be careful mucking around in the shadow, and I've fully learnt that. Um, as well but you have to be careful not to get lost there but um you can't come back into the full um enlightenment or wholeness of the true self without doing a full circuit and Lilith is our guide and our protector on that path Mm. yeah it's like she'll you know she'll put a string down there with a torch on it yeah and be like you're good like you're not by yourself but you've got this exactly (laughs) she won't come down there but she'll put the light there that gives me another round of this big these big waves of energy yeah yeah she'll lower the torch and the light but she'll say you've got this because you're an empowered creator you're meant to have done this journey you came to do this journey you're fully equipped to do this journey she wouldn't even demean us or like condescend to that we would need her to get down there like it's like we we have got this like we were this is why we're here to have the experience of knowing the self through the experience of contrast of who we are not so that we can truly know who we are. And Lilith is, is, is our compadre absolutely on that journey. Mm, It's incredible. It's just, um, yeah, just it's bringing all these different figures through space and time and, you know, 3d history and mythological history into my mind and, and showing me how both, whether they're a, a, a man or a woman or a, a deity or, or whatever, how skewed the lens is. <laughs> it's just so yeah. skewed. And it's something that comes up a lot at the moment. I mean, I see it all the time of like, oh, the feminine's been miscommunicated or there's all these powerful women in history who have not been celebrated or who, you know, they were the queen behind the king who did so well but he got all the accolades and and she just mm, got mm. nothing in the history books you know history was written by men blah 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 all that sort of stuff and I'm not I don't say blah 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 to discredit it but it's also just with this theme of unity again I'm flipping that on the head and going okay but but is what was written down about the men also honoring of their hearts probably not yeah yeah like if the women are are having this expression of darkness, like the egoic expression by being left out and left in the shadows, that to me suggests that the expression that is there 
is also one of shadow, not necessarily one of light. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it excites me because it's it's here now, and it's like well, now's the time for all of us to have our greatness. Now's the time for the light to be shone on everybody. And I'm mega obsessed with reading historical fiction and just. I don't know, I just, I love it all, as you would know, from what I wore in our photo shoot, which oh, we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, it was amazing. It was such a good, yeah. It, it was, was such so a, good. Out of the past. Um, <laughs> it's what you just said was so um, much aligned with what I, I believe, which is that when we saw, if we saw the feminine as, well, what you just said was um, that the feminine has also was also likely to be in shadow if the masculine was in shadow. Mm. Is that right? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. yeah. And that I absolutely see that as being um, aligned with this uh, this evolutionary model of this twenty four thousand year cycle because the whole time we've been in separation, which has been since twelve thousand years ago, which is when I believe Atlantis sunk and uh, it, it kicked off this era of separation through till now when we're entering this era of unification the whole time we've been in separation so separation is shadow Mm. like um because it's not unity and and thus of course both the feminine and masculine as we we, this i mean who could deny it like whilst it's all one so there's always light present uh light present and light is always the truth and the tree of life is always there as our creation we have sure seen a lot of shadow um, and, and um, yeah, the experience of feeling separate from our souls, from each other, um, you know, the suffering that's gone on. And to me, that's been the last 12,000 years, but it hasn't been a mistake. It's, it's just a part of um, the in-breath and out-breath of as we move out of unity to have an experience of, you know, a creative friction um, through the experience of separation. It's just, and now we've taking all that wisdom and experience where we've deepened consciousness and deepened ourselves back to this point of unification again, but we're much wiser. It's like a baby. They think they're one with everything, and uh, but they don't have any wisdom. And then, they, you know, they grow up and we go through all the trials of life and then you get that archetypal, beautiful, wise elder who's, gone back to realizing they're one with everything but they have so much wisdom so that's like that pattern of uh, creation that this model is about and that Lilith is holding our hands through so yeah I just yeah what you just said is yeah has uh, put it into a a way that I haven't thought of before but yeah yeah Hmm. interesting it's incredible this might be one of those questions that (laughs) when you ask the expert is a really silly question but I'm gonna ask it anyway um, because I'm not much of an expert on astrology, but there is like we all have a sign in Lilith. Is that right? Yes, there are several Lilith points. So, yeah, we have our black moon Lilith, we have our asteroid Lilith, and then we have like our dark moon. Um, so it's there are th- yeah three or even four, depending what methods you're using. So, yeah, that can tell us a lot in our personal incarnation um about our particular Lilith themes um and and what nuances of the Lilith energy we're working with yeah very interesting 
stuff. Does that relate to this cycle at all or am I combining Um, really separate theories? No, the cycle is really macro. So the cycle is a collective consciousness evolution where we sort of, in absolute nutshell, we face the galactic heart, we turn away from it um, into an experience of separation, we do full circle and we come back in again. It's like an in-breath and out-breath of God in a way. Yeah. So that, that cycle is very macro. However, the as above, so below, the macro is in the micro and, and at all, you know, all expressions in the hologram. So it is everywhere. However, that is a separate um, energy as far as anything can be separate in this conversation, <laughs> at least, um, to our personal Lilith energies and our personal um, like charts which set up you know what the lifetime is is really about and what the themes are but it's very interesting to contemplate the Lilith if if you know for those drawn to her energy in their astrology and there was there are definitely certain themes and yeah like nuances and specifics of energy that are shown in how you personally are connecting with and expressing Lilith and what you're moving through, whether it's shadow or light, Lilith, obviously ultimately light, but let's not kid ourselves. There's there's a lot of shadow and a lot of healing and a lot of work that yeah. we're all doing. Um, that we can't. Uh, no one's saying that that's not the case for sure. I know that. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, the higher truth is always held by Lilith. But, yeah, yeah, the astrology of Lilith is very interesting as well, and I practice that. Yeah, cool. I was going to ask if that's something that you do in sessions or... I do, yeah. I do a Lilith reading, um, in particular focusing on Lilith. However, it always will come back as well to the big picture of the lifetime, which is in, you know, the basic chart with the main planets um, and the themes that they show. And then uh, I believe the the Lilith energy is just more nuance on that. Whereas I think it's true, the sun, you know, the moon, the, the big you know, the big hits of the main astro chart show the big life game that you've incarnated to have. But, yeah, Lilith adds a lot and I do absolutely always consider Lilith. Yeah, I've got to get me one of these. That sounds incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. really cool. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fast forward to the song. And yes, I love the song. When I read the lyrics, oh, I read them out to my husband, and we were just ripped in goosebumps. It was the lyrics were just they're just incredible. To me, I'm so aligned with how you've um, expressed Lilith in that song, and I just can't wait to hear it again. I can't wait for it to be out. I can't wait for all these songs to be out, to be honest. (laughs) Me too. I can't wait for the whole album to be out. It's just such a powerful, vibing thing. And of its time, you know, the time is really here for this album. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to wait another couple months, but I'm (laughs) going to have to. (laughs) Could you share your experience of I mean you just did a little bit of of reading the lyrics and stuff but but even I guess of of our interactions and and your your experience of this being created and 
because I'm sure I told you about it a really long time ago and then we yeah. didn't talk for a really long time and then um, I reached back out to you more recently and the photo shoot and yeah I'd just love to hear your story like what it's been like for you and what yeah. you've received from it. I yeah. definitely remember your first contact and that was when uh, you told me about that you were writing uh the Lilith piece and creating the album and I was so excited and I totally vibed straight away um, with with that and with you and the connection of like the bridge between us of this in particular a, a Lilith recognition mm-hmm. but of course it goes much more than that but I guess um, yeah Lilith is the, the name du jour and the yeah, when you asked me to, if you could devote the song to, or you know, yeah, to the book and the connection of resonating together with the same sorts of feelings of what the true Lilith energy was, I was with that had absolutely no hesitation, and um, it, it just aligned. It, it's just aligned. It's just aligned. Mm. The photo shoot was amazing. It was so fun. It was so magical and it was so relaxed. It was the best expression of balanced feminine masculine. It erred more to the feminine, which it would because we were mostly women except we had the, um, Luke there who yeah. held beautiful masculine presence. I loved him being there. Um, it was just such a good vibe. Um, I loved it how effortlessly the creativity flowed. So there was the direction, which you could say is a masculine energy and like creative vision and inspiration that was communicated, but it was so free flowing. Mm. Oh, I thought it was amazing. And I loved how it was just such a a relaxed uh, feeling because we were working with such, you know, a deep material, you know, and, and for such a deep purpose and each woman took very seriously her, you know, the energy that she was standing in. Mm. And yet at the same time it was so light and easy. So I just thought it was a delight. I had the best day. Oh. And uh, being around the women, you looked like incredible. You were definitely bringing through all the, I don't know how many lifetimes you were bringing through in that, the vibe that you were carrying on mm. that day and how amazing and out of what lifetime you came, I don't know, but it was amazing. <laughs> Your look was really very alive, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's been super, super fun and creative and I love connecting with you who has brought together women. So in your creation, as you would know, you simultaneously it's so collective and you're always drawing people in and sharing and the create the creative juices are definitely flowing and you it's yeah it's just a very new energy to me very representative of the new consciousness where it's all about getting together and yeah you've you've been the one that's brought us together so thank you and I can't wait to hear the whole album back to back (laughs) (laughs) thank you oh it's so beautiful it's so um yeah, it's been really beautiful creating. Yeah, it's my first album that I've produced that's like actually, I guess, published is the word for it. Um, I've got lots of songs that are in drafts and notes or that I've 
you know, kind of got ready to record or ready to go. And this is the first one that was like, no, I've got to be first. And it's been so special to create something that's, it just feels so beyond me. Mm. And even though, yeah, I'm I'm singing and, and of course I'm vulnerable in the songs in different ways. And so there's still my own artistic flair there. It's still my voice. It's still my heart. It's still my experience of these different essences it just feels so it feels so uniting it feels so uniting yeah 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 Yeah. and like you say collective and it's I just love that like the album cover which was the reason for the photo shoot for those of you listening who don't have the context Um, but there's 13 songs on the album and and I wanted to have a woman there that that could each be the muse for that and for one of each songs and um and to capture that and it was it just seemed like such a chaotic vision <laughs> it was one of those visions and I was like wow okay that's what I'm going to try and organize great this is going to be interesting um and it was it was interesting it was like moving so many moving parts but like you say on the day itself everything just fits so perfectly and it was, yeah, it really was extraordinary how it all came together with that flow. That's what I mean, that incredible feminine flow. And it just, yeah, it was like there was a guiding hand for sure. It oh. just really worked. Everything yeah. worked, yeah. Yeah, I had this one, and I won't I won't spoiler alert it and describe the image to people because they're going to see it when the cover comes out. But I had this one image of all of us in my mind and that was just my anchor. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm creating. And I'm just going to do whatever spirit guides me to do to make sure that that happens. And I, I did. And and everyone else did too, right? It was absolutely yeah. this co-creation of all of us. It really um, was. It was effortless and relaxed and it was a real flow. There was a real energy to it for sure. It was a delight to be a part of it. Yeah. <sighs> So cool and it was so beautiful. And that was the first time we've met in person. I know. <laughs> but it felt, yeah, very easy. Oh, effortless, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. And I- hearing the song, oh, when you played um, Temple of Lilith and it was just incredible. And we met Eyes, um, as you know, and I felt so peaceful. I couldn't look away and... Um, <laughs> Because even when I was like in my my left brain was saying this is getting weird because like we held eyes for so long but my soul was saying oh it's like a salve it was so relaxing um and the truth the peace of um hearing that song meeting eyes with you it was like a timeless unity feeling and yeah it was very powerful as well as relaxing yeah, I love that this, there's so much, to me, I feel so much peaceful, relaxing energy in your um, creative expression. Mm. Even in the beginning of the Ankara Codes of the first uh, book with the incredible sex scene mm. that opens the first one that I just really love, there's in that, um, that sex scene as well, I, one of the best sex scenes I've ever read um, in terms of just power, depth, um, authenticity, richness, and sexiness. It was so relaxing, and I think you even had um, wrote something in there about this depth of or relaxing in places, you know, at, at such a depth. And I really feel that the feminine 
now is just really ready to relax after a, a grueling 6,000 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this peaceful, relaxing feeling I love in your work. Oh, thank you. What a beautiful reflection. Yeah, that... Intensity in your work and passion and all of that as well, but it's just a certain nuance that, uh, that stands out to me and I, I keep mentioning, I know, but yeah. Mm, yeah. No, it is. it really resonates. I something that I connect with within myself when I'm creating is, is this sense of calm. Mm, and I know, calm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I know within myself that when I'm in that calm, magic happens. Mm. And so there's just nothing to worry about. Like, even yeah. if I don't have the person yet or the dress isn't here yet, or I don't know what I'm going to write or, you know, whatever the context, I just, as soon as I'm, when I'm in that space, everything's sweet everything's great and yeah and it's so powerful to be able to connect and relate and create from that place it's yeah it feels I have a lot of reverence for it yeah, yeah it's very palpable and enjoyable mm. so yeah mission accomplished you've done it <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh well I have one more thing that I that I just want to touch on um and that's, I've been umming and ahhing with my producer about which songs we're going to release as a single and we've decided that Temple of Lilith will be one of them. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, that's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd told you that yet or not. No, you didn't. Okay, that's okay, right. cool. Cool, yeah, so. She definitely deserves her, yeah, she definitely, she wants to be in that, yeah. Yeah. To have a single released, yeah. I'm really excited. Um, it looks like that's going to be the first one that we release. Wow. How amazing that we're speaking together as well in yeah. the first of this series is yeah. the first one. Hey, it is Lilith, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And I've been reflecting on um, how – almost biblical the themes are of my singles because I've got the first song I ever released was Temple of Magdalene and then the second one was Women of the Womb and then the third one's going to be Temple of Lilith and yeah epic proportions yeah yeah yeah. vast Yeah. yeah 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 so it's it's funny it's exciting and I can see myself flip when I'm in this calm, that calm state that we're speaking about, I'm so ready for it. I can't wait. And I'm so, I'm so intrigued. There's this real curiosity about <laughs> what the response is going to be. <laughs> Good Gemini that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on the other hand, I go, okay, I wonder how many, um, I wonder how many listeners I have that connect with the Magdalene frequency that are going to be challenged by Lilith being presented. And I'm excited by that too. I think when we present shadow, it's an invitation for more soul to arise. And yeah, that's right. And the Magdalene energy is, um, and the Lilith energy are, are very aligned, but it's true that they can also, at a certain level, seem like they're very different and, yeah, stimulate contrast. But really, they've had similar stories. They're both, yeah got sort of spoken and projected on with you know in a similar way in essence so yeah yeah, I think they're good friends really 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> but I wanted to, yeah, I just, I was kind of curious to hear your response to that. You haven't surprised me. Like, um, 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 what do I want to say? Not that you haven't surprised me. You're a delight. But that, oh, I don't even know. I just, I've just yeah. totally lost it. It I'm was staring. kind of, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like staring went, at my candle going, come on, like help me remember <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> I feel like I already know and it's okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so before before we wrap up, um, could you please shamelessly promote yourself and let people know where the best place to find you is, where the best place for them to find your book is where do they go if they want to book a Lilith reading session with you um Mm -hmm. and so they can come connect yeah uh well my website everything you know can be found there and it's melanie dufty dufty is spelt kind of weird d-u-f for fred t for tom y dot com um or you can find i am lilith um anywhere online to buy and in uh, quite a few bookshops, especially around Perth, and yeah, but um, you can find yeah book readings or see what offerings I have um, through my website and get my Instagram connections and all of that. It's probably the easiest to say melanieduffy.com. Yeah, beautiful. I will make sure that that is in the show notes. And yeah, thank you so much. Is there anything a final message? from yourself, from Lilith, that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Um, Thank you so much. And just the message is just the time for unity is galactically destined for now. And the true Mm. Lilith is back. Um, Her voice is back stronger than ever and rising within us. And she stands for unity. Yeah, the time is now for that. It really, really, truly is. Mm. Thank you. You are one magical woman. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ellie. It was a delight to talk to you as ever. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Love you lots. Love you lots. Love you lots too. Thank you for listening to this special episode as part of the Temple Calling album series. My entire album is set to drop on November 10th, 2023. However, the first single, Temple of Lilith, will be out on all platforms on September 1st. If you resonated with this episode, check out the rest of the series on the Genius Portal podcast. And if you're vibing a random act of kindness today, please pre-save the upcoming release on your favorite streaming platform via the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. I love you. Have a magical day.